if you don't know what to talk about, you just start talking and the magic will happen. I think we know that we are just one step away from podcast famedom. Did we miss a podcast last week? Uh, no, because you guys said, we should only do one now because we're lazy. And so now we're doing it's one. Just nobody has the energy. I have all the energy. I'm writing a script right now for another podcast. Congratulations. Right? It's going to be both engaging and haunting and funny. Leave my baby Yoda alone. Oh, yes. Uh, Sam has a baby Yoda now. We yes. Have a... It's my precious child. This is, it's gotten very weird here. She has like gotten formula for it. No and, touchy. Yeah, it's um, no. Don't pull on his arm. <laughs> okay, you're the guy that the Mandalorian shoots in the face. <laughs> she, oh God, you, you do the finger why blast. She, why is she She's gonna finger blast you. Boom. He has like <laughs> giant eyeballs. Well, I mean, like that's you look in the like, there's virtually no iris. It's all pupil. Well, uh, let me tell you, like anime and Disney knows, big eyes equal cute, or haunting aliens. Is that how it works? Oh yeah. Big eyes equals cute. Well, no, you're just making your normal size eyes manic. That's that's not the same thing. He, he, you can tell he has a resting like big eye thing going on. He's precious. He is. He, he is precious. He's got he's the Mando- very squishy. He's got the Mandalorian necklace too, which is awesome. He does. He has Mando's sig- uh, sigil. Mando. <laughs> Mendu. I mean, would it be weird if I actually got this sigil tattooed on me? No, I don't. Th- listen, uh, have you seen Anthony? It's tempting. He is covered in prob- nerd, nerd tattoos. Nerd tattoos, probably poorly considered. I have one tattoo, and it's poorly considered. I don't think considered. he can. I've never heard him say any of his tattoos are poorly considered. Oh yeah. But I, I do invite you to ask. If he thinks, uh, if he feels that way about his tattoos, he might. I mean. He might have one or two that he's like, nah, this probably wasn't he the He has best posted choice. on Facebook that, like, at first, you know, the first tattoo is like, I have to get something that means something deep to me. And, like, the like the fifth tattoo is like, I like burritos. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think it depends on how Ooh, many. Oh, I have. should get a burrito tattoo. Oh, dude, that'd be great. Uh, okay. When you, once you get the burrito tattoo, you're going to s- find out how many other people have burrito tattoos. Well, you Just remember Miranda <coughs> has the pizza tattoo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, so I, I figured we'd do a little bit of lounge stuff, and then we'd talk about some more Star Trek and, uh, you know, about Picard waving his penis at all his problems. I think uh, I really feel like this is what we should do. Um, okay. Really really hitting it with the energy. I like that, Vic. Uh, okay. I think I feel like the... I wish we had an, more of an audience to ask if... The Picard penis joke is starting to get a little stale. Well, I, I only said it first. I only said it once to you, and that was off the podcast. This is this is a like, podcast. I mean, first. I'm hearing it for the first time, and it's stale. So this is a podcast. Well, you weren't there for the whole thing where I was sitting there. Like, I feel like this is the third podcast you've mentioned Picard waving his penis around. I, you know, I think you just hope I talk about Picard's penis. Now, look, I, I wanted to say, like, I, mm-hmm. I had the most glacially slow uh, trainee t- uh, recently at work, and I. I I don't know how to tell somebody to ple- to hurry up, especially when they're like in their sixties. And do, do you guys have any thoughts on that? It's like, uh, <coughs> oh, you said he was very this nice. He was very he was very <coughs> nice, but he needed to, to walk with purpose. <laughs> I like he he was more like a kind of saunter, and I needed him to walk like he wanted to be somewhere else. You know, like he. Do you remember that time that we f- we figured out how to imitate the way Spike walks? Okay. Yeah, that was funny. I have good posture. That's it has nothing to do with posture. It has everything to do with it. You no, have you have this like pop when Spike. you walk. Yeah, it's yeah. called yeah posture and pop. 
the two P's of walking. You bob up and down more than the average person does. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're moving, like you, you move up and down a lot. Yeah, I see. You I have, have a lot of vertical movement and not as much horizontal. And your arms don't swing as much. You know, he'll he'll claim that it's his past military training, but I think it's there's a little bit of that. There's there's there's, there's just a mental thing. There's there. the, there's good there's good. So posture. swing your arms more and bob less. I wonder how you. I don't. Look. I don't can, like. Can we see this? Swing. You want me to walk? Oh, this is yes. great for a, for an audio medium. That's right fine. Now. They'll just people who we'll the three people it. that listen would just hear we'll us laughing at you. Well. Let's try to describe it. Okay, hang on, hang we on. I've got an idea for this. We'll uh, just post it on Facebook. No, no, I've got a. <laughs> I, no, you just chill out for a second. Uh, uh, there we go. Hang on, I've almost got it. Here we go. Oh wait, there's there's gonna be a commercial first before I, this audio plays. God damn. Oh, it's gonna be two commercials. What the shit? You know, the only thing about this is I wish its face was squishy. I heard they're coming out with. Um, like Build-A-Bear ones. Oh, yeah. I might want one of those, too. Okay. They have more than one baby. Though. Yeah? I'm to start walking. Or did you say no? <laughs> now, walk, looks, now walk normally. Looks unnatural. Now that, see, now that you're just, thinking just, about just, it, now that you're thinking about it, there's a little bit of a bob there. He's doing, he's doing like this little runway thing. He's not really doing a run. He's just walking like a... Okay, but now walk, just walk, like walk to the fridge and then walk back. You got a lot of lift in your toes. I think that's what it is. Now you're going to be like, well, I've been oh, learning I how see. to natural walk. I see, I see. A that natural you're... run. Yes, I've been naturally running. Which is where you put your toes down before your heels. Your heels don't yeah, so, really... Uh, so I have so much power. You know, that's actually um, a symptom <laughs> of autism. You might... I might be autistic. You might be a little autistic. Uh, thank you, Dr. Sam. I'll get on that. <laughs> I mean, it, the toe, toe walking is one of the recognized well, I don't characteristics of those with autism. Well, I don't toe walk every day. I toe run. No, you were just toe walking. I was not toe walking. Your I, heels, heels didn't ground. even, they like very lightly grazed because you were already on your toes. I have powerful calf muscles. What do you want? Listen, my calves are sexy. They're, they're like my best feature. To anyone up, who listens to this who has. Flexor calves. No, I mean, just right there, just sitting well, down. I, I you got to stand up for this. Hang on. No, you don't. Get this going here. Eh. They're okay. They're okay. <laughs> they're defined okay. and and they're toned. Okay. Jesus. And then you look at Victor's calves, and he's got like yeah, crazy defined calves. Yeah, they're more beefy than they are toned. I mean, look at those. Look at that. They're there. Yeah. Look yeah, at that. I got that. That's way more than you have. Okay. He also has darker <laughs> skin, so that uh, that makes more pop. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. He doesn't have darker skin. It does not create. Extra it does. Pop. It absolutely does. It does. Not that much. I mean, literally, the color of his legs is like the color of your arm. Yeah, but the color of my legs is the color of my chest. Because I'm always wearing... Look, these are way whiter than, like, this. Look, look, at, look at this. There's, like, several shades difference there. So you got about as much calf as I do, and I don't even exercise that much. Yeah, right. See, this, is, <laughs> this is the audio thing going on here. You... Yeah, this is actually like highly amusing to me this though. Why? Why talking shit about this? Spike. Don't worry, I'll get that. 
I get that in post. Uh, wait. You, we've actually like listened you, back to some of these. Right, and sometimes I'm just going to say, Spike, your calves are kind of ripped. Right. They're not really like super big, but they're. Yeah, because I do distance bit, running. There's a little tone there. Yeah. So uh, Tone, not ripped. That's, that's, that's ripped. That's part of like you have to have tone to be ripped. <laughs> Good Lord. But having tone moral. does not mean you're ripped. You know, th- I think th- this so, is okay, getting weird. So <laughs> why are you saying weird? I'm just saying It's only ripped, weird because you make it weird. You're making it Ripped is me being a little hyperbolic, and then tone is just me trying to further explain and describe Judge's cat. Well, uh, my, Spike's cat. So my, my coworker, who would not walk with purpose, he's a very nice guy, and I was being very patient with him because I know one day I'll be old and have to have some app explained to me in the future. And so I don't know, like, how, do, how would you say, hey, I need you to, like, I'm saying, like, we need to hurry. I kept mm-hmm. saying, hey, we need to hurry. We need did to you hurry. snap at him, too? No, I did not. Is he a good guy? He, he's a nice, a nice guy, guy. but yeah. uh, like me and the other drivers, we don't think he's going to last. Oh, I thought you were talking about um, a P5 or something. No, no, no this guy is a, is a work guy. We don't have an app for martial arts yet. God, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I know, huh? <laughs> so you want to learn how to fight? There's an app for that. I mean, you put, like, each, you know... You go throughout like the uh, the tutorial on like every button or something is like a different punch. <laughs> yeah, here, learn the the punch. They're in the backhand. Learn, <laughs> learn the front kick. Um, no, but I think I think, and our this is brings up a whole new question about our society. Yeah. And how we treat the uh, people older than us. Like, you're in your thirties, right? Yeah. Can I say your age? Yes, you can. Why are you I'm 35. thirty-five? Yeah. And then this guy is sixty. So you feel kind of weird. Because I'm starting to see like, oh, I don't know any of these YouTube stars or like these new musical numbers. I'm starting to get that. So are you, are we still in the same, are we peers with 60 year olds yet? Uh, we're not peers with them, but we, we're, 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 we're seeing in the distance like, oh, hey, that, that's us in 30 years. Well, peer doesn't always have to be of the same age. That's true. We see. It me- just has like, if you're in a similar position. So age I think peers. you've got... A, I, Spike, no. I think you've got a lot of respect for people older than you. I do. And I think it's hard for you to um, just kind of tell someone older than you what to do. Yeah, I can boss around younger people than me. I'd be like, go over there, do the thing now. Yeah, or even your peers, but I feel like... And I think that's kind of something that our culture kind of has a little bit, but but mainly American culture, we don't really have a whole lot of well, respect. I think, I think, um, it's more some, something in Asian culture. In some ways we do. In other ways, like we <laughs> value the younger crowd, especially for their dollar. Because like the, like the last couple of steakhouses I went to, they were, they were bumping like Rihanna and shit. It was weird. Like, <laughs> it's like, why are you playing like teen music? It's like, no, no, it's, it, it sells. Like we are in like an Irish pub style restaurant. Well, I think they just play pop music, what's popular right now. Yeah, but the but the median age of everyone in there is like forty plus. Yeah, but it's like how many how many like forty year olds are sitting there like no yeah play something with a little more driving bass please. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think I think they don't really think about that. I think they just say hey uh, just play what's ever popular. Yeah, I think. And you know, and some older people still do like you know current pop music. Not yeah. all of them listen to what they listened to when they were younger. You That's know? true. Well, yeah, uh, the, o- the only thing that was really frustrating is uh, he would not, uh, he kept missing turns. Oh. Like uh, he missed a lot of turns. And so I'm sitting there like, I do the thing where I honk the horn at the speed a hummingbird would as he like blazes past the turn and I just have to wait there for like five minutes while he finds a place to turn around and come around. It, 
So he walks slow, but he drives too fast. He drives a little too fast, and like people were saying that, like he's in residential areas, like he, he on on the pedal, he is doing it. <laughs> so let me. Have you given him any constructive criticism thus far? I, I said you need to move faster when uh, you're doing this, and uh, actually, the I, not constructive criticism because really I was supposed to be training him, so I, I just yes. trained him on the app. He's good with customer service, and the app, he still has trouble with that, too. So that, that's a bit of a, uh, that's the thing. I, I just mean, like, have you had the opportunity to provide feedback, and how has he taken it? Uh, he's taken it rather well. Like, it'd be like, you're, you're missing turns, and he's like, yeah, it's the, uh, it's the app. And then we turn on the voice thing, and it's like, he still misses turns. So I'm just tell, I just tell him, like, hey, you have to, like, pay, slow down and pay more attention to the, uh, to the uh, map app. And that's the best I can do. He takes it rather well. He's oh, okay, okay. I think English is his second language. He's a Filipino guy. So he's a... What? Yeah, he's pretty nice. I just, I, I just you know, I'm a little worried that he's not going to make it. So that, that's where I am with that. Um, well, you got to be like, hey, you fuck. You can't you say that. <laughs> Walk with purpose. Walk with... Like, didn't you the old bastard. It's like... Listen, and don't miss those fucking turns. Those goddamn turns, you son of a bitch! I swear to God, I will. I will do a pit. Do you know what a pit maneuver is, you old piece of shit? <laughs> it's where I put the tip of my truck into the wheel well of the back of your truck, and I just crank that wheel. I hope you wear your seatbelt in there, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that'll get him. That'll get him. The just have to do that thing where I get press, in line. Where I press him up against the wall. It's like, listen, you need to straighten up, motherfucker. <laughs> Straight this is why we right. will never, ever have someone sponsor us. Oh, actually, we do have a sponsor. Um, it's China. Uh, China, where you get all of your best slave labor products. China. All right. Um, also, Bangladesh. Bangladesh is good, but hey, China's paying our bills this time. Okay. China. I wish China. Like, China. We deserve the South Chi, the South China Sea. Uh, anyway. Uh, let's see. How about, do you want to talk about Johnny Depp suing the sun? Hmm. Not particularly. Well, I was surprised. I didn't know you could sue a star. I mean, what? <laughs> For a second, I thought, yeah, he was suing the actual sun. No, it's a freaking British tabloid. I'm sitting there like he's sitting there. Like he walks into his lawyer's office. It's like, for some reason, he's doing, um, uh, Captain Jack Sparrow. Listen, love, I want to sue the sun and the, and the, the, his lawyer sitting there like, well, you know, with melanoma and uh, other various forms of uh, heat stroke, we could probably build a case. So, like, listen, come back here in an hour and I'll see what I can put together. Well, I'll get you a legal brief, sir. Oh, thanks, love. Then the, the music starts playing. Dun, 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 dun. And, you know, has anyone ever thought that the sun is the cause of global warming? Has anyone looked into that? It's like, you know what, Mr. Depp? <laughs> You are absolutely correct. That was a little bit more Donald Trump than uh, Jack Sparrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, yeah, be a little more, more floaty with it. Yeah, I can't, I can't, La- do, it. I can't do it right now. Darling. Yeah, I'm not really good at either, so. Uh, no. I, I just like. Okay, let's see here. Be nice to Yoda. Or baby, baby Yoda, not. I call baby him, baby. I've always called him baby not Yoda, because like. Yeah. Let's see. He's, oh. he's, he's got his little, his little Jedi mind trick hand shape, too. He does. Cool. Oh, and you, you heard about the Dixie Chicks, right? The Chicks. They changed the name to the Chicks, and I, I took some. Um, I took some. Uh, I did a slight poll, and uh, anyone born after '95 asked me uh, who, and anyone born before '95 said, uh, "Who gives a fuck?" 
So that's a. Where did you get that joke from? I built. I. I that's me. You can't. You don't think I could come up with a no, joke? That like was. That. that was actually. All so me. here's something interesting. I knew it was. I had a sneaking suspicion that it was written by you. Boom. Because so it was the Dixie Chicks. Oh yeah. If it wasn't the Dixie Chicks. So well. along the lines of Dixie Chicks changing their name to the Chicks, Lady Antebellum also was changing their name to Lady A. And then they discovered that there's a woman. I don't remember where she. Oh shit! Dixie cups are in, are in danger now. Oh shit! <laughs> there's a woman who's been performing under the name Lady A for like twenty plus years, and now they're suing her for the right to call themselves Lady A. And they changed their name in light of Black Lives Matter protests. And this Lady A is a black woman who they're now suing yeah, for the rights to use the name that they changed because they're trying to be woke. And it's like, well, guys, they're, come on. They're Vulcans. They, no no the, one was... It's the, the needs of the many outweigh yeah. the needs of the, the uh, one of person. The one person <laughs> the few. who has the illegal right to her identity and property and intellectual property. It's just it's so interesting. Dixie, uh, Dixie really Cups weird. can... I got it. They can change their name to D-Cups. Oh, boom. I like that. And now they have the new jumbo size. Yeah, jumbo D cups. It's like, yeah, get your hands on these D cups, everybody. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, like, who was sitting there saying, like, you know what? I would listen to the Dixie Chicks, but obviously they're a racist group of women. <laughs> like, Wide Open Spaces was well, a great album, but I had to get, I delete it from my iPod. They've made it throughout their history. I think they've made it uh, clear what, where they stand. But, uh, they just they they took, they took it their name to the next they level. took it from took a it, place kicked it up that they you know that they realized that their name needed to evolve with the times did it in their eyes it did which is what's important. I know antebellum is bad I don't know what Dixie has to do with anything they wanted it to evolve with the times how about that that's they felt that they needed there to we evolve go. with the times but the um but I, I know antebellum is kind of racist. So uh, they don't like bells? <laughs> anti-bellum. They're anti-bellum, yeah. Oh, so Dixie is derived from Jeremiah Dixon, a surveyor of the Mason-Dixon line, which defined the border between Maryland and Pennsylvania, separating free and slave states subsequent to the Missouri Compromise. Literally, it's like saying, I'm the Southern California boys. It's like, well, it's an area. No, that's not what it's saying. It, it's an area. It's, not, you're not it's literally the line between free... And not free yeah, states. Yeah, it's the line. It's not like saying, we endorse slavery. The, the south of the Dixon line, chicks. It's like, that's, where we, that's our wide open spaces, is, down, is below the Mason-Dixon line. Are you being intentionally contrary just because you want to be? <laughs> well, I'm just saying that, you know, it, it really doesn't... It, their name didn't say, like, pros... It's just that there's the line there. It's, we're in Dixie land. It's an area. But the fact that there had to be when there should have just been free land... But, that would have been nice, but which is a, why we can't change history. The term we're not changing history. Well, that's what I, that's not, I'm not saying you're changing history. I'm saying is you can't. It's just an area. I mean, like, and it's uncouth to utilize the name that reference slaves if you don't have to. So that's why they're changing their name. I don't think it referenced slaves, really, even directly. I'm I'm just saying it, it again. It's just it, it references. An area. You're being intentionally contrarian. I, I'm really not, because the way I see it, it's just, the, the, you just point to an area on a map, there, there's Dixieland. 
Well, it's the, it's the Mason Dixon line. It's the it's the line that was drawn between free and slave states. The confeder the Confederacy and the Union. So, <clears throat> I'm sure okay. in like in Southern culture, though, that's like seen as like um, the Mason Dixon line is seen as something that they still believe in. So I think there, yeah, there are probably some people down there that are like, yeah, this, this I still believe that there should be a Mason Dixon line. Oh, and, and, and that's it, where the it, Dixie. And it's also, it's also it's like a, a southern culture. Thing. It's also a, a parlance, or it's a common <laughs> phrase sometimes in a in speech where you say that the, that's the Mason Dixon line on this one. It's like, you know, where where's the Mason Dixon line on that? Where's the point of delineation? Who says that? Uh, Adam <laughs> Carolla. <laughs> There's your answer. I don't know. He's a liberals i don't know he's kind of like the um he's like a dave Chappelle liberal i I would assume right he's kind of like the he's a moderate (laughs) the liberal that's kind of like um pretty much liberal on everything except for um like uh like trans stuff and all the new words that are coming out in the past 10 years so yeah, he's, I don't think he's really big on compelled speech, but uh, yeah, I don't think he's. Speech. But he, I don't think he's ever sat there and said it's not a you're you're not a person for that. He's. <laughs> yeah. He he is he, he is he's pretty liberal by by most uh, by any uh, definition. But here's the real question. I know, okay. I know, Samantha, you're getting uh, Spike's case for being whatever you say contrarian. Mm-hmm. But. Um, Let's say let's say this happened in the next five years, right? Okay. It's the future, okay? It's I believe like five that's five years from yes. now. Okay. And there is no longer a trace of like a Southern Confederacy, like statues or forts or people with um, using like any kind of Southern kind of like Confederate kind of like names like the Dixie Chicks. There's no more rebel name. flags. There's no more rebel flags and okay. stuff. And <clears throat> do I have to get rid of mine? I mean, what? <laughs> and uh it's all gone and everyone got and it was all for the most part, let's just assume, yeah, let's just say that it was they're all they're all, all for the sake choice. of argument. Yeah. They voted it they voted on to it in the states to remove the statues and stuff and okay. to change all the Confederate flags and stuff. What would you say about that? Well, I mean, or if they voted, if they voted for it, then that's the will of the people. All right. See. I, I stopped listening. <laughs> if you if you it form took a, an awful long time to get to there, the you, you laid a bit of pipe to get. Uh, you had to lay a bit of pipe. See, Spike is okay with them changing everything. Yeah, it's just <laughs> I, it's just you show up in a mob and tear down a statue. You're that's you're you're now like this. You're now this is mob justice now, and not even that really. Yeah. So. So that, that's where I'm at with that. Okay, you know what? Let, let's move on <laughs> to, 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 to Star Trek. How about that? Sure. You want to talk some Star, Star Trek? Star Trek is racist. It, it totally is. Let me tell you, there are some racist motherfuckers in Star Trek. But Just kidding. Hey, listen, did you ever see McCoy, like in, especially in the new um, the, the, the Chris Pine Star Treks, he called uh, Spock a green-blooded hobgoblin? <laughs> like that would be that, that is like me just walking up to a black dude and just saying the n-word in his face that is like that was an intensely racist remark from him oh man that was well, I'm not sure if it's the same thing but 
I mean, if I, I see what you're saying, that's I mean, that would be like pretty offense, future offensive. That would be super <laughs> offensive. Okay, no, um, what I liked, uh, so in episode eight, it opens up with uh, that, um, that Starfleet security chick who I found out is half Vulcan, half Romulan. I was sitting there wondering, like, wait, is she a Romulan or a Vulcan? She kind of looks like both. She's, she's both. Because she's in that episode doing the mind meld with that doctor chick. Mm-hmm. And so oh, the, that was hot. That was a hot scene. Oh, yeah. I thought they were going to kiss. Yeah. But too bad they didn't know. But she showed her hell, like some sort of like robo apocalypse. Yeah. That like this world that they found, the Romulans found, they set up like some octogenarian or octo, was it seven or eight star system system so that people would know, oh, that's that's a weird system. And they put memories of like their um, their robo apocalypse on there. And it like drives half of everyone like insane, or like most of everyone who sees it insane. Which is yeah. like it, it was like almost comically like insane. Like they just like it looked like something from out of like Family Guy, where they see something and then like half of them just shoot themselves or beat themselves in the head with a rock. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was like. Uh, are you talking about when they were all standing around all in that, that circle? That, that, yeah, that circle with the light, and they touch it, and they see the future, and I'm and like, only a few people are able to survive that. Yeah, and it's like only just, the strong-minded. Only the strong, and one of them just goes kind of nuts. <laughs> Yeah, that was um, strong. Did I say that right? Strong-minded. Yeah, I well, probably yeah. didn't. The strong-willed, something like that. Uh, it's like that scene from Rick and Morty where they see the cat's thoughts. Oh yeah, and then, like, and then he's Rick about to shoot himself in the. Rick's about to kill himself. <laughs> to shoot himself in the mouth. Like, Jerry's th- <laughs> throwing up. Oh, that was that was um, that was a beautiful actually. That was incredibly funny actually. I, I found it. it's like what do we do? We have to go to Mars, and that and that's obviously this was in the past. Um, yeah, that's funny that they they thought it was so crazy that they killed themselves. That was a I've never, yeah, because I've never seen. <laughs> Did you like, finish the show yet? No, I'm, I'm I'm going two episodes at a time for the podcast. Damn it! Hey, listen, we're we're gonna get to your I finished because I wanna I wanna I just wanna is it spoiling it if I say that comes up again? Uh, I'm I don't think so. So so more despair comes up because that was then that that redhead that was um assimilated that um almost only kind of went nuts she pulled out some of her hair, apparently they said her despair was what broke that board cube from the, from the collective and I'm sitting there like yeah, it's you can come up with something better. <laughs> well yeah, uh, Star Trek's starting to get kind of a little metaphysical. Huh? Yeah, a little more lovey dovey. I'm sitting there like save that for Star Wars. <laughs> like let, let the emotions and the feelings. I want to hear about how a gravimetric wave did something i don't want to hear about like no you have to trust your feelings and <laughs> use it with the things and i don't care i think you know i think they found that um this is my general idea of what the star trek star wars dichotomy yeah star wars i think is more popular and it's more popular with a larger group of people i think so yeah and there's um there's still like is i'd say the fan bases are the same size mm-hmm. but as far as like the people that actually like Star Wars and will go enjoy it. I think they're that a little group more. is a lot bigger than the people who enjoy watching Star Trek. I think so. I think especially the fan base is a little more rabid for Star Trek. So yeah. maybe they're trying to get some of that sweet Star Star Wars uh, buzz going on. Yeah, so they're trying to change it a little bit to be kind of more Star Warsy, so that like they'll get more people into it because Star Trek is kind of like it's very niche. If you're watching Next Generation, not a lot of people will sit down. And enjoy that, yeah. I mean, like we're I we enjoy kind of them. do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, 
and a lot of your friends are kind of nerdy and stuff. And yeah, I might be in. I might be in what's known as an echo chamber. <laughs> yeah, so a Star Trek echo chamber. You've never like. I don't think you've really met anyone who's like. Who oh, I was, can't stand Star Trek. I, I was in the Navy, and you, you'd be surprised. Like some people will sit there and be like, "I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I enjoy Star Trek," and some of the older dudes be like, "Oh my god." The reaction is like almost like I showed him my asshole. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, you know, I, I, if you started talking about sports, I wouldn't be sitting there like I was having a kidney stone pulled through my urethra by somebody's fist. Yeah, but I know that Star Trek is seen as very boring to a lot of people. Yeah, it's it's very it's a it's very cerebral. Like Star Wars is very like emotional and very like you know it's spiritual, and Star Trek is like uh, we we need to do hard sci-fi. <laughs> yeah, I know, and it's very um. They follow a lot of rules in Star Trek, too. They do. Like, like a, a lot, lot of writing rules and stuff. Like oh, yeah. They must behave this way. The future people behave, act like this and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, in the in the Borg Cube, that samurai um, Romulan is still, like, tooling around. He manages to get, like, saved by Seven because he hits, like, Hugh's, um, like, little rescue thing. And apparently he's a ranger or something, one of those, uh, one of those things. And she shows up and it's just, like, doing badass shit again. And mm-hmm. I really feel like she's in a different, like, TV show that I really want to watch. Who? Like, Seven of Nine. Oh. Because she, like, shows up and is, like, shooting people. Like, just, she's quick on the gun. Yeah, and they don't really show her adventures as much, do they? I would really like to see, like, <laughs> the Seven of Nine Ranger adventures. Oh, and then, like, she can, after a really tough battle, she can take a shower or something, and she can have oh, a shower, yeah. shower scene. They do that thing where they have, like, the, the, the kind of foggy glass, but they what still show, like, a lot. Is it has the woman kind of look up, right? And then the water goes like on yeah, her hair. Yeah, their hairs look back. And then it pans down just to her shoulders. Yeah. But then it cuts to her feet. And then like, <laughs> and their feet are going up. And then yeah, you think it it's going to go like past cut, her calves. And cuts. then it cuts back to her top. Yeah, it's like it's so like, frustrating. Why are they not showing come the Come on, this is fucking... <laughs> come on, you're on, you're on HBO Max. Let's do this, man. <laughs> or no, you're on a, a CBS All Access. Come on. I want all the access to Seven of Nine's Jiggly Bits. Uh, but yeah, she, she's having a, like a like a really badass time because she's like she just hooks into the Borg cube and like does like we are Borg, which that I was thought like was actually legit badass. That was like super badass, and like they barely managed to stop her by like just flushing all the undeborged drones out into space. I'm not, I'm probably not really good at watching TV, but when she uh, went all Borg like that, yeah. I thought that was like a whole turning point of the show. Right? I thought, I thought there was going to be... I thought there was going to be like, oh, she's going to be tooling around because I saw a glimpse of like, the... I thought it's like, oh shit, she's going to be like a new villain or something. I was like, it's going to be fucking badass. And it's like, oh no, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, that was just for that period of time. Like, oh, that was oh, just okay. like a, kind of a deuce ex, deuce ex machina yeah. kind of thing. Deuce ex machina, I think is what it's called. <laughs> you have to take a... No. Um, <laughs> Do sex. Yes, because so the sexy Romulan sisters sitting there like blow them out into space, but they still have some XBs around, and she, they they sneak up on her pretty handily because she's like walking down like, "Is my ship ready?" And she doesn't notice like they all grabbed her buddy. Oh yeah. I don't know where they're going. I think oh yeah, they're all going to attack um the the synth homeworld. Yeah. She manages to. Oh, so you're out. at that part. So no, I'm not at that part yet. Oh. They're not attacking the synth homeworld yet. Let's see. Oh, and fucking Rios, like, they, they introduce another fucking, like, hologram. That fucking Scott, obviously, it's a Scottish engineering hologram. <laughs> you like Scotty. <laughs> like, they, they got their money's worth out of Captain Rios, like, uh, the, whoever, the guy who plays him. Yeah, he's, he's like, I do accents. I can do accents. It's like the guy from, uh, from Burn Notice, like, the main character. He can just do all these, like, different characters. He's a, he's a talented actor. It's just frustrating how they used him to me in this. <laughs> 
Yeah, like in the actors, like they're like, hmm, you do accents, huh? All right, we're rewriting your character. Yeah, we're, and we're writing out of the script several people. <laughs> it's like there's a whole they're, they're sitting in the room like at a table read. It's like, uh, okay, you, 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 and you, and eh, you two, uh, get out. You're fired. It's like, yeah, at first all the holograms are going to look different. Then we decide all the holograms look the same. Just give me the same guy, and uh, he's going to have different hairdos and different hats. <laughs> oh, my God. That was, that was pretty fun, actually. He has a pretty good Scottish accent. He, he, actually, you know, he's a talented voice guy. I, I will say that. Uh, I like the uh, Rios. Like they're get, they start getting into his... Um, his his past. Let me see here. He looks. Oh yeah, he, he gets like really smashed because he um they they bring Soji onto the ship and he starts freaking out and I'm sitting there like, is this because that doctor betrayed them all and then she like injected herself with some science shit? Don't give Baby Yoda shaken Baby Yoda. You shake Yoda this child one more time. Like no amount of force healing will help what she does to you. It's like he. he Stop he, it. I'm trying to turn his head. He doesn't turn. God. <laughs> I'm going to murder this man. <laughs> so apparently uh, Captain Rios' old captain, like he was ordered by Starfleet security to kill some emissaries. One of them looked exactly like Soji. And uh, yeah. that's how he figures out, like, oh, she's a synth. He, he knew just immediately. Mm-hmm. And so he's all freaking out. And I thought there was like, I didn't know what that was. And that was some pretty good like uh, storytelling there, actually. So he felt so bad that he just like, uh, they never talk about like phasers not just vaporizing somebody or hitting them and making their their clothes kind of dark with a scorch mark. Mm-hmm. In this one, they're like, "Oh yeah, he shot himself in the head with a phaser, and brains were all over." And like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I guess he can turn <laughs> can turn phaser into like bullet mode or gun mode. Yeah, apparently <laughs> it's like it's like I'm turning it to gun mode. It's like there's there's stun, vaporize, and just like yeah, gun mode. <laughs> Where the laser just. It just goes through your head and just like, ex- like yeah, and there's cast off. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that they did not cover. Like even in the more gritty like uh, Star Treks, they're like, they just va- they vaporize people, like a lot of them. Uh, all right, let me let me see what's going on here. And for some reason, like, like he play, he like did some something with all the they they get all the holograms in the same room, and uh, what who's the 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 hacker chick? Exactly. Raffi. Raffi. She she like has some sort of like encounter session with all of them at the um, oh yeah. At the uh, at the the recreation of the villa. And like, why would you? This is a bit of a weird plot convenience where he's like, oh yeah, I put like aspects of my personality and data into all these holograms, so somebody down the line could have some sort of healing encounter group. <laughs> <laughs> if they if they. In- if anyone wanted to kind of like delve into my psyche, they can just get all my holograms together and then yeah, kind of like start asking them questions and they'll find out about me. Yeah, listen, it's a, it's a very easy way to just, you know, get all of your all of your baggage taken care of really quickly, you know? If someone had the desire to. Desire, wherewithal, care. knowledge, I don't know. <clears throat> if I let them into my life for long enough so that they could uh, know just enough about me to know something's wrong. I don't think I'd want to have holograms that people could question no me neither (laughs) we talk about this like right now data security anyway so picard finally talks to one of the admirals and he's sitting there like you have to do the thing you have to send me off a squadron of shit and she's like captain it's like no you've shocked our responsibilities if we don't do this we are not living up to the shut the fuck up picard i'm like oh that's that's nice to hear someone tell him to shut the fuck up (laughs) 
Who was telling him? Shoji. So, uh, so one of the, no no the one of the uh, the admiral he talked to in one of the fir- early episodes. She just told him shut the fuck up. <laughs> she did. Yeah, and, I, and I'm sitting there like you know what it's nice because he spent so much time being right. Yeah. In the entire series, no one ever was like, "Hey Picard, uh, yeah, cut cut it out." <laughs> The closest he came to it was like when he went to Ryza and Riker gave him like a like to being un- not right about everything was he went to um to Ryza and Riker gave him like a statue that says I'm down to bone. And uh it was kind of a joke and then he's like, "Oh, I have to hide this now." What? Yeah, well you go to Ry- Yeah, it was like it was a bit like, of a joke. Like Riker was like, "No, yeah, present let's just keep this with you. It's good on Ryza." And of course, Riker, he knows like the deal with how to how to get some tail. You know. Yeah. And so he, he's, and so he made he, he kind of played a joke on Picard, oh. and that was the closest he's ever been to being like wrong about something. I think <laughs> he just wanted to read a book on Riza, which is the wrong place to do that. Um, was this in the Next Generation? The scene that you're th- yes, describing? that was Next Gen. It was was Patrick Stewart ever in was Picard ever in uh, Deep Space Nine episodes? Was who in? Was Captain Picard ever in a Deep Space Nine episode? He was in the first one. Oh, really? Yeah, he, he dropped off Cisco and told him about Wolf 3. That was another Borg episode that I tried to tie in there. <laughs> it's like, I was at Wolf 359. And he killed, um, technically, he killed Cisco's wife. Apparently, for, and, and that's Picard? The, yeah, when he was uh, Locutus. Oh. And, and, that's, and so apparently, like, uh, this is the weird thing about, like, Starfleet. They'll have, like, oh, yeah, here's our daycare on our warship. <laughs> Because his wife was there and his kid was there, and they had to like pull him off the off the ship and go into a skate pod. Wait, Cisco's wife and kid were on the Enterprise? Not on the Enterprise, on another ship that tried to intercept um, the Borg, the first Borg cube, or oh. the one of the one of the uh, early Borg cubes. Oh, that's because they got all the Enterprise ships in there. Yeah. To try to take on the Borg. Yeah, well, I mean, they they had like all the different kinds, like the ones that are just the saucer section with like warp nacelles on the bottom, and they had all different kinds of designs. Yeah. And he was on one of the smaller, dinkier ones, that got fucked up. Cisco. Cisco was yes. Oh. And, and then he, they just put him with. The guy, <laughs> they just put him with. Well, Picard. Locutus? No, uh, Picard was just uh, he he was shuttling like a bunch of crew to Deep Space Nine, as the you know the the um, Cardassians had just left, and uh, the Starfleet had. Um, agreed to help them out so that they could one day join the Federation. Hmm. And of course they didn't initially because, you know, the, the Dominion showed up, as you know, and if, you know, they joined the, the Federation, like, uh, Bajor would have been a target of the Dominion and they would have burned. So it, it's a whole thing. Hmm. I suggest watching the deep space nine. Watch Maybe. I, I, I did watch it. I don't really remember any episodes specifically. You should. But, um, I did see it. And I did listen to a, not to get too much on a tangent from, I know we're supposed to be talking about Star Trek. Uh, no, Picard, go, keep going, keep going. But I did listen to this YouTube video about them trying to figure out what the what the gold press latinum is worth in real life in our economy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw that video. Yeah. Did, did you see that? I, saw, I, I didn't watch it. I Where they used root beer, like Quark's root beer. Yeah. God. It's like either it's like really like high end root beer or it's really super cheap root beer. I'm not sure which. It's, it's yeah. Uh, la- it's like either the stress is ten thousand dollars or one thousand dollars. It's hard to say, you know. Like well, especially these are Ferengi, so they they're gonna mark up prices. Yeah, I think I think he figured it out that. Uh, I forgot what it. I forgot, but um, I think he was able to figure out how much this Latinum is worth. IRL. Oh yeah, so I, I'm gonna have to watch that video then. 
let me see here. We are. Uh, we talked about that. We're, we're we're like in like nine and eight. I think I I didn't write down the difference between the numbers. So yeah, I either I watched one episode or I watched two episodes and I did not um, separate. Oh, I know what I did wrong. I know what I did wrong. Uh, <laughs> I forgot to talk about episode seven. So long story short, um, we find out that the Romulans orchestrated uh, the attack on Mars in order to get synth production stopped because they saw like the the future of um, yeah, yeah. of synth. And the doctor meets um, Soji and says, are you a human? It's like, yep. They, they kind of have a little chat, and apparently she doesn't want to kill Soji anymore. Which doctor is this? The doctor, the redhead. The one who had the tracker in her. She, she ate a tracker. What are you talking about? Ab- Agnes Gerardi. Agnes Gerardi. Uh, yeah, she's, Ag- not she's, she's, not, she's blonde. I forget. <laughs> Look, I'm obviously not a hair dude. I'm, a, I'm an ass man, and she has an okay ass. <laughs> oh, there's a, there's a really cool... Gif of her. Do you want me to show you this gif? Is it a butt? Is it a butt gif? It's not a butt. No, fuck. It's not a butt gif. You'll like it. You're a butt guy? I, I Well, I'm going to like butts. Yeah. Uh, it's I'm the popular thing to be. I'm not going to I'm not gonna say no to some butts. Okay? I saw some boobs the other day. They were nice. So let's not... I'm not going to discount any part like that, you know? Uh, all right. So let me let me see here. Do-do-do. Sexy twin interrogates dead sister Tro- oh yeah um we'll talk a little bit about episode seven um where picard went to um riker's house on some sort of like travoy or wh- where is it let me see here sexy romulan romulan flies in. yes I, I cannot find the name of this hey do you know the name of the of the of the planet where they live no okay uh, who or who lives? Or Riker and Deanna Troy lives with their daughter. Mm-hmm. They they. Oh. No, I don't know what that. Okay, well, is. it's got like a loop for some reason, like a loop mountain. Yeah, that was a. That's <laughs> how you know it's space stuff. <laughs> and it had like two moons or something. It's like, like how, how are we gonna convey that this is an Earth? Uh, just uh, put some some air in, in underneath that mountain there, and edit in another moon will be fine. <laughs> like Riker has a sweet setup where he's like shields up, set, set. Scanners to to um, look for cloaked ships. It's check your phone. Okay, I'm sure. Has he got? Hang on. Bam. Wait. So this is her, but this is her from a different time. What 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 show is this from? Have never been able to find out. I don't know what it's from, but that's definitely her. And she has and she has some fine um, breastuses. I knew you were gonna say that. Breastuses. Like I don't talk good English when, when you when knew he was gonna say breastuses. I did. See, it was literally in my head, and then it came out of his mouth. <laughs> that's weird. Uh, that's weird. You've well, heard him say, but yeah, that's that's her. And um, what was I gonna say? Oh, that's I was gonna ask you that gif. Yeah. It's a very specific gif. Yes, like it is. It, like I'm just like I found it because I was kind of I don't know I was kind of searching her, but yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> keep, keep keep talking. Like, um, and she like, looks so happy about like showing her boobs too. <laughs> I know it's like, what? I can't imagine any scenario where like a girl would send you that, or you would send someone that to like convey a feeling. Because right. you know how gifts are supposed to help convey a feeling. They are, and I that's a very specific thing. I think okay, if you do something very sweet for a woman, uh huh, and you're either like 
about like she's 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 just made the decision to be intimate with you. Yeah, that's that's that. It's like listen, you know what my feelings on this are, and she'll send you that gift. <laughs> this big gleeful smile of, I, like these are gonna be yours in the near future. <laughs> I'm gonna put these on your face. So we're talking about uh, what's this actress's name? I don't know. I anyway uh, anyway look up the actress that plays Happy Mc Agnes Agnes Girardi or whatever Girardi Agnes Girardi in Star Trek Picard. Oh, and I like they drop the uh, the Duritanium heart line, like the like he meets like Riker's kid, and she's got an arrow, a bow and arrow, and he's like, hey, listen, if you're gonna aim for my heart, just remember it's made of Duritanium, which is like a uh, a callback to the to the next gen, where they oh, talk about that. him getting that. I missed that part. Hey, listen, that that kind of made my nerd bone like like she gives <laughs> me like regular boner, but that gave me a nerd boner, which was great. <laughs> when Picard said that his heart is made of. Duranium? Duranium, yeah. Duratanium. Duratanium? Is that... Yeah, he he has a fake heart from when he got stabbed when he stopped some Nausicaan or something. I forget the the alien from (laughs) from cheating at some some, uh, gambling game. Oh. I also like that Riker, he's just gone like full on into like making pizzas. That seems to be most of his days. You know what? Um, I like uh, Riker's retirement. It's great, right? He has a nice wood log cabin with shields and scanners and... I think that scene is um, kind of gave me feelings of uh, the scene from Star Trek uh, Generations. I think. Oh yeah, where you you see Picard or um, Kirk. Yeah, Kirk chopping is wood. Ch- chopping wood, and then Picard rolls up. It's kind of almost the same thing, huh? Really, it is. Yeah, Picard's got some urgent thing that he's going to need to take care of, uh, and he's just like, sitting there doing something down homey. Yeah, <laughs> and Riker's just you um, know who's just you know cooking pizza or something, and Picard's like, I need. To take care of something I needed. And for but some he didn't say it. Like, Riker had to figure it out. But yeah. He's like, but it was basically the same thing. Yeah, really it was. I, I like how he could spot, like, that um, Soji was a was a, was a a synth just by one little head tilt. Like, he, he does, like, one little thing. It's like, <laughs> like synth, synth right there. You're Data's daughter. Data's Not only daughter. a synth, but you're... you're Data's daughter. I knew this. Data's genetics. Like, right what there. the fuck? <laughs> God damn. That's, that's a very... E- that's, a, that's a bit of a plot convenience right there. It was funny when they made Riker super smart, so I can tell that that's uh, Data's daughter. Here's that. what I know about your thing. It's like, <laughs> and he just lays out, like, he catches up with the story like that. Uh, I know. It's like, whoa, that was um, a lot of... Uh, exposition. Exposition. Right you caught up, like, really fast, and, like, uh, D'Angelo, I can't read her, so you know she doesn't have a soul, so it doesn't matter if she dies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we're, we're good there. And she's like, real is better. Uh, well, there is a nice little bit of, a, like, backstory, like... Uh, you can make like some medication from a positronic brain that would have saved their first kid if the synth like uh, apocalypse or the synth attack on Mars hadn't like made them all like be banned. Like they did a full ban, like a ban, like every bit thing about them is banned. I know. I'm saying like maybe you could have the medical thing like di- nope, all banned. That kid <laughs> dies. Sorry. <laughs> wow. Uh, I did like it. There's another bit of those, um, one of those really like classy lines that Picard re- or um, Patrick Stewart can really punch up, you know, mm-hmm. where uh, Deanna's like sitting there like, I'm not as brave as I used to be. It's like, then you're getting wiser. And it felt like that led a lot. Like That's one of those really like nice little moments that like, like Patrick Stewart is that the kind of caliber of actor who can like really make that seem like impactful. And like if it was me saying that, it, it's, it might sound condescending. Mm-hmm. So here, here, say you're not as brave as you used to be. Well, Spike, you're... No, no, that you are not. What? I mean, we're going to recreate the scene. Oh, Tell uh, me that uh, you're... Uh, well, uh, Spike, I'm not as brave as I used to be. Well, that means you're getting wiser. 
<laughs> see, yeah, see, it sounds a little condescending, but he sits there and makes it sound like it's such a compliment. Like you've grown as a person, and and like, it's like I, maybe I can let me let me try that again. Well, that means you're getting wiser. Nope, still sounds kind of condescending. Like I'm Let's talking down to you. Say. No, okay. you say, you say. Uh, Vic, I'm not as brave as I used to be. Well, Spike, I think that means that you're getting wiser. Hey, let's see. That's a little. That's better. Yeah, it's better than mine. Better than mine. It's like when I say it, it sounds like I'm telling you 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 were an idiot before. Now you're just kind of an idiot. Oh, well, that, yeah. Go go. Bravery. That's a that's an interesting one, huh? Uh, yeah. I, fear. I, so fear makes you less lie. Uh, lack of fear. Is fear is wisdom? Yeah, the, I think there's a, there's a or balance. Caution is. There's a balance. Yeah, there. there's a balance there. Where you have to have certain amounts of ba- bravery, but also, you know. Oh, I still got oh. that boob gift going on. Sorry, <laughs> let me turn that off. <laughs> that's what you expect uh, when you show girls like knives or something. That's what you expect back. That's the gift that you expect. When yeah, you I showed Scarlet my whole knife collection. She didn't put out. What's going on with that? She didn't even like send you that gift. What the fuck, bro? Now, um. What I also saw was, um, speaking of on that planet, uh, like Troy does some of the best counseling I've like ever seen in my life. Really? Like, like every time Are they you being, show uh, sarcastic. No, no, I mean she is. Again, this is the problem. Is like you can't tell if I'm being sarcastic or not. Great. Um, <laughs> now that we've drawn attention to this shit, uh, no, she she literally like does like phenomenal counseling. Like she's talking to Soji. She tells Captain Picard, like, no, you need to be the old Captain Picard, someone who's gonna like take command, not just some doddering dude. You've got that in you still. And it's like it was like really cool. She sees into the heart of it, even though she can't read um, Soji. She can like she can read him, read her through like you know her experience. Because remember the one episode we saw where she loses her powers and she just goes to pieces. Mm-hmm. See now, man. See, I'm not good at watching Star Trek because of this. But I don't really. I don't. Whenever Deanna Troy talks, yeah. I kind of just like <laughs> tune out. Tune it out. <laughs> Listen, it's that, that no that is, that is that is a common that is a common problem. Seeing that she was pretty much useless through most of the show, I just kind of tune her out. Yeah, like when she's talking, it just seems like she's very. You know what? Speaking of condescending, I feel like Deanna Troy is kind of condescending. Yeah, and I feel like every moment that she's like on screen, it's like not every moment has to be like you trying to explain something. But she fe- that's the character they tried to write with her. And th- she was like the weakest. Like, again, this isn't. Imagine if you knew someone that like every time you talk to them, they're like, well, Spike, this is what's going on with you right now. Oh, God. You need to <laughs> do this. And It'd be insufferable. <laughs> Let me bestow wisdom upon you, little boy. Like, thanks, man. Maybe I'll start listening to Deanna Troy more about. You probably Every should. time you my won't. eyes kind of glaze over and I kind of just, well, just like zone out and I kind of just like. My brain, flo- like in the episode <laughs> of Simpsons, where like Homer's brain floats out, it's like, I'm and then like starts like wobbling around, and collapses. Yeah. <laughs> it collapses. It collapses. <laughs> yeah, that that sounds about right. Well, I think that's the this is the difference in the caliber of writing in some instances. In some of the instances, like the the writing is kind of weak because it's it's based on like convenience, mm-hmm. and like and it's kind of weird. Like when they have Rios dress up as like a pimp for some reason, <laughs> but then they're writing there's writing like this where they give Deanna Troy like way more like you know insight and like wisdom than she had in any of the other series hmm. well she's super Deanna Troy now but you know what I need to I guess I need to watch her her scenes again yeah give, give him a watch because she's she's very insightful like this is one of those things like why I don't say don't don't like harass actors because you don't like the job they did because there's their acting and then there's also direction and what was written for them 
Yeah, yeah. Just because they didn't give D'Angelo anything really good to do in most of those episodes of a uh, of of Star Trek Next Gen doesn't mean like it's her fault. Me and Samantha read this whole thing about how they didn't cast Bruce Maddox correctly in Star Trek The Next Generation. Yeah. Bruce Maddox. Yeah, he was the one who was putting data on the trial. Yeah, yeah, yes. And they're like saying, I think we brought this up already. Yes, we uh, no, uh, we brought up kind of, but you know, I, I remember the scene now where they have that, that trial. I watched the, the lawyer talk about um, that legal proceeding. But there's people saying that like, it should have been an older guy because, you know, he said he was there when Data joined Starfleet, but Data was in Starfleet for like 17 years, so he must have been like 13 when... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was a, he was a, he was a young intern. Like they get him, they start him young in, in the future. Let me tell you. And then just a bunch of other like. Well, yeah. Also, he was he was way th- yeah he was way too young just from like for wanting to like for the lines he was being given. Yeah. It should have been someone a little more like who looked more sciency. You know, who, who yeah. looked like he was a, uh, who could fill a room better. He was wearing the blue. He was wearing the blue, shirt. Yeah, he was. That that was about it. <laughs> he, he put him in a blue shirt. He's now a science guy. That'll carry it. And really, that's, that was a lot of those things. It's like, how, how do we convey what this guy's about really quickly? It's like, well, this guy's a blue shirt, so he's about science or medicine. <laughs> like, I like how at the very end, um, Picard's talking to uh, Riker. That he's got his arm around Picard, too. He's like sitting there like, they're really either chummy or the, 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 the social norms for, for contact are very different. Oh, yeah, when they're sitting like at the dock. On the dock. <laughs> and like he's got... Uh, Riker makes me uncomfortable. He's he he's got a little bit of a like a. I feel like if I knew Riker and like he got all close to me like that all the time, like he put my like he put his arm over me and stuff like that. We have friends like that. Who? I don't want to say it let's on the podcast because that might that might be. But we, there are friends that all three of us know, who make other people uncomfortable, like I guess that. So. Well, one of my old roommates did, and not not one of our friend roommates either. Jacob. Jacob, yeah, he would get a little bit. So, um, and I wasn't sure if like um they were trying to like subliminally say because you know how like they kind of retcon things nowadays yep. to like make people have broader sexualities than they normally. I, I was getting were. that feeling like, <laughs> like oh, so all right, Picard and Riker boned at one point. At one point, yeah. Listen, <laughs> Riker re- probably Riker retired. You find out he's like he's active. He's like re- active reserve. So it's like. <laughs> You know he's coming back at this point. The second he says that, it's like, oh, he's going to be on the bridge of a ship. Cool. Oh, he said he was active reserve? Yeah, that's what he oh, said. Oh, so he's that explains. I, mean, he show- I know. I saw that, that gif where he shows up with a bunch of ships. So that's, that's cool. <laughs> and he's sitting there saying like, oh, how's the new crew? It's like, they have a lot of baggage. It's like, ah, ha, ha, I get it because it's more comple- complex, complexly written. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And also it's like the, the difference here is like, you know, uh, this, these aren't like one-off bottle episodes where it's just like, okay, what's the planet of the week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. Uh, that the series has a whole arc. You know? Yeah, it, because before it's like okay, there might be a couple of two-parters, <laughs> but those are like for the season beginning and end. Otherwise, it's like oh, here's the Q episode. Here's the 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 the, the Klingon episode. Yeah, they did that um, because that was before we had like on-demand services, that so too. people and would miss episodes. And now, if you miss one episode, it kind of fucks everything up. Right. So you have to watch every episode. But back then, they wrote it with the intention that people might miss some. Yeah, it's, it's they wanted people to be able to jump in and be able to see. Yeah, I get that. And now we have this great era of prestige television where yeah, maybe the production values aren't as good as a Marvel movie, uh-huh. but you get like this great story. 
I thought uh, I thought Picard is actually has really good production value. It does have really good production values, and but I can still see some of the sets are, are just a little like not as good as like you know a full on like Marvel movie. True. Yeah. True. I think yeah, some of the sets could be a little bit more sprawling. And you can see like how, where they where they cut costs by like having everyone like they shot out of order and had everyone show up for a day or two at like that that vineyard mm-hmm. and do lines that they were gonna like plug into the rest of the uh of the season yeah and um when they whenever they would go to like the meeting room which was like the holographic uh representation of the vineyard yeah it was only that one room of the vineyard they never like left exactly so they just (laughs) they just put a scan of that and that's how they like got everyone to do like lines in one place and they would like kind of there would be sounds coming out from outside the window or they'd look out the window like "Ah." like, you'd kind of have to use your imagination that there was a vineyard out there yeah oh there's a science noise going on and like some of the you can tell like some of the the tables in the eatery is just like that's just a park bench yeah i know (laughs) so like they have those at grossmont they have yeah i can go sit on one of those right now (laughs) but uh what was the last thing that happened in episode eight I want in episode eight. Is that when they're going warp speed? Or That's whatever? when they, yeah, they, they, they. I think they shook, they shook off the tail. They thought they did because the doctor like injected herself with science poison to like kill the tracker, but apparently it didn't work out. Like they go into the Borg, um, the Borg uh, trans warp uh, nexus thing. And uh, did you get to the part where th- uh, with the food yet? Which uh, there's a cake. Where they replicate the French fries. Oh, yeah, and they kept, like, feeding her because she feels bad. Yeah, and like, then she, like, throws the french fries down or something like that. Yeah. God, that was that was frustrating. French fries are so good. Yeah, she's like, I can't fucking... She got pissed off about something, and she wasted food. Wasted food. Well, it was all replicated, so <laughs> who cares? <laughs> it's like, oh, there's... They solved world hunger. Yeah, they so. solved that. That's, that's a great thing. Like, even I wonder, okay, in a world of world hunger solving, like, what, 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 I wonder what kind of YouTube videos people are dealing with. If it's still around or what kind of like kinky stuff people are doing with food in the future. Right. They're replicating all sorts of stuff. Like, here's my creme brulee I'm going to have sex with for you. <laughs> Here, I'm going to replicate some ice cream and just throw it in the garbage immediately because <laughs> it kind of makes me feel good to do that. It's like for some reason it taps into some deep, like primal <laughs> thing that I have so much at my disposal. I don't need to worry about food anymore. It's like I made this very gourmet. I replicated this gourmet burger. It's got like this butter lettuce, uh, this replicated Kobe beef, <laughs> you know, three types of cheese. Oh, Kobe. That just makes me think of um, and then that I'm show upload where where gonna throw it on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> where they all of like if you're poor, you don't have real food. You have like replicated 3D, food, three D printed food, three D yeah. printed food, and they're like, I think the fat cartridge is just a little low. low. Yeah. Well, you well, just imagine like. A steak with no fat content, it would taste like shit. Yeah, it would. I don't know. I might like it. No. You would not. You, you <laughs> think you would? You would not. The folly of that. Well, what I like in, um, in this Star Trek thing is, like, now the replicators aren't just a little alcove in the wall. They literally have, like, 3D printers that they just don't, like, they have a little light in them. And then they open it up and they pull out the food. Are you talking about Discovery? In, no, no. In fucking uh, in, in Picard. Picard. They just have a, a 3D, what, a, a modern 3D printer uh-huh. that they don't, it doesn't run. It's just like they put in the effects of, of replication in that. If you look at it, like all the replicator scenes, it's some form of like 
3D printer like right now with that's enclosed. Oh. That they do that thing with. And then they make the little sparkles or yeah. whatever. Yeah, or and the... you can you can see like the tracks. Like that's another thing where they where it's kind of like the the budget kind of comes through. Where you can see like oh there's a track that the little like printer thing's supposed to run on. <laughs> it's just not running. It's like like in the future like they it evolved from a 3D printer, but they never got rid of the tracks. Apparently, it's like no. vestigial tracks. <laughs> yeah, it's like if I used your microwave for the future, like, oh yeah, here's my replicator, and I just opened up, kachunk. <laughs> so there's like no first principles; they just kind of keep rebuilding the same shit over yep, and over. Yep. The only thing that you know, the replicator is not supposed to be able to replicate is a replicator, because then it's like there's no point for humans to do anything. All right, look, what what I've decided now. I've made a life decision, and it's to look at this GIF one more time. Hang on. Nice. Okay. <laughs> I know. It's kind of like a hypnotic. Right? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen, if you hear something coming from my room later, just, you know, say, go for it. Just shout, go, go, There's go. a reason why we live on the other side of the house. Oh, yeah. You. So, look. That being said. Oh, God it's damn it. Jake from State Farm. Hang on. I got to really wait for that. Jake. You didn't add the music to I'm, the... I'm, I'm working on it. Yet? I'm, I'm working my way up to it, okay? I got a to-do list, and I'm writing that script for that podcast. How long does it take to just download one song? Okay, well, I got to pick this up, take it into my room, plug it back in, plug it into the computer, load the song. It's just a whole... What if you had a laptop? You can bring the laptop Right? Up. So listen, next couple of paychecks, I'm going to be buying a computer. My iron three oxides coming in, and my and my uh, uh, aluminum powder is going to be here soon. Better things that you could spend your money on. Well, uh, not, not a lot of people are doing all sorts of stuff right now, so it's not like so. Technically, no. <laughs> like my even the legal proceedings. Like my dad, like he's telling me about like taking in people at the jail. Like there are a lot of like felonies that are just sight release now. Hey, I'm getting a desktop, so he can get a laptop. Boom. So I already have a laptop. Now I need a desktop. He has a desktop, now he just needs a laptop. Come on, this is a Venn diagram. <laughs> okay, so that, that being said, thanks for listening to the Transmit Podcast, the meandery kind of Star Trek episode. I'm your host, Spike. I'm Samantha. I'm Victor. We'll and see this you is ne- Baby Yoda. Yeah, it's Baby Yoda. We'll see you next time. <laughs>